So I am in that postpartum time. Um, and pretty much the exact same time that I signed up, I had a friend who was really pushing um, a very expensive diet on me. And so it was kind of like, wait, this is the cycle that I want to break. I don't want to just pay for another diet and have my kids watch me focus just on losing weight. I want to, as a team, and for less than that diet was, help all of us. And it truly, to me, was an investment for the family. And I've seen changes in all of us already. So I, that has been great for me. Hey, Mama, I'm Ashley, and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life, and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. Well, if you plan to be on my workshop today, which shameless plug, this is your final call to sign up. Just go to the link in the show notes or veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash workshop. We're having it today and I cannot meet, wait to meet with so many of you there. However, if you're not on the workshop, you may also want to know that enrollment opens today for my Mealtimes Made Easy method. And since I last launched it a couple of months ago, I've had the chance to get to know a lot of different families who likely share similar stories to yours. You can read each of these testimonials and get all the details about Mealtimes Made Easy method if you go to the link in the show notes or mealtimesmadeeasymethod.com. Otherwise, for the purposes of today's episode, I want to introduce you to Ellen. Ellen has been a longtime follower, listener, and if I can, I'll go ahead and say virtual friend via Instagram. She shared with me that she's been following along with Veggies and Virtue since before Owen was born, which for those of you who know Owen, he's now almost about four and a half. So it's really fun to now get to connect with Ellen and to get to serve her and her family in this capacity. But beyond this, something I think is really cool is that Ellen brings a special perspective to our show today. Because as a mom of three herself with kids ages eight, six, and an infant, she decided that she was going to join my Mealtimes Made Easy method while she was still in that early postpartum window with a newborn at home. And for any of us moms, we know that that is not usually a time that we feel like we have the energy mentally, physically, emotionally for more. And so I want you to listen to today's episode and hear from Ellen directly because she was in that season of having her third child at home in their early sleepless days. And as she shared with me before we were recording how she actually gets a lot done now and is making some progress through the Mealtimes Made Easy course just while her little one is nursing at night. But for so many of us who are in that season, I know it's really easy to make excuses and to wait until things slow down. And if you listen to episode 94, you know that I am not here to say that that early postpartum window is the time that you can't make quote unquote excuses for anything else. You absolutely can. But what I hope you'll get from today's episode is gleaning that discernment of, is this a time where you need to do something or is this a time where you need to kind of settle in and say no? Because for Ellen, what she shares is this major life change of adding a third child to their family was already happening. And so for her, she saw it as an opportune time to enter into this new phase of life as a family and to kind of 
hit restart and refresh things in terms of how they fed their family together as a team. So let's listen in. All right, Ellen, thank you so much for being here today. I'm really excited to get to chat with you before I pressed record. You and I were talking about how you've been a longtime member of my community, um, but this is the first time we've actually really got to meet face-to-face via Zoom. So it's fun to get to have you here, and I appreciate you taking the time to kind of share your thoughts and experiences on Mealtimes Made Easy with my community. If you don't mind, would you just kind of go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself, the ages and stages of your kids, just for moms who might be in a similar season. Yeah. So, um, I'm Ellen. I just turned 40, um, this past weekend. <laughs> um, happy and, belated birthday. Well, thank you. Um, so I have an eight-year-old daughter, a six-year-old son and a seven-month-old son. Um, so I do have some very different stages at my house. Um, and especially adding the youngest one has changed how feeding the older two have gone just because my timing, uh, and ability has changed quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. So walk us through that a little bit, because I know historically when I've done group coaching programs and things like that, a lot of people, if they find themselves in that about to have another baby, I find I meet a lot of moms who are about to have, you know, their third baby. And so it's kind of like we have a lot going on, kind of a crazy circus here. But walk me through that, because when you join Mealtimes Made Easy Method, I mean, your son was even younger. It would have been about four months ago. So walk me through kind of what some of the challenges you were having were then and kind of what were some of the, you know, catalysts for you deciding to join the program in that season that a lot of people could have said too much is going on. Things are too crazy. I need to wait until that unicorn moment that things settle down. Yeah, it was um, definitely adding something else, but it was good. Um, It's been very helpful. Um, So I think, you know, whenever you add a new baby to the house, um, the older kids kind of look for what they can control. Um, And I have, it had already been a bit of an issue with my middle child, my son, what he will and won't eat. And I noticed that that was becoming even more of an issue. Um, so along with my eating, uh, and trying to make sure that I was producing enough milk and all that kind of stuff, I wanted to be doing better. And so I thought that it was just going to be a good way to kind of reset the whole family. Um, and kind of we've, added somebody new, we've entered into this new phase of life. And so as a group, we're going to restart and refresh and do things together. I love that. And I think that's a really refreshing way to think about it. Cause I think some people, you know, if you've heard the episodes or others have heard the episodes where I talk about the different seasons, you know, sometimes we can find ourselves in this winter where it's like, we are in survival mode and you often don't think of that's the time that we could try something, but seeing that like there's an opportunity to still reset here and there is no better time than now, I think is a refreshing way to think about it. Um, whether it's you're having a new baby or, you know, have that new addition to your family or it's just a new year. And I love too, because, you know, getting into my next question with the way that mealtimes made easy is broken up into the four different phases, knowing that, you know, you're, it's not just Q and A, Q and A, Q and A, like, um, hodgepodge throughout the whole course, but it's really intended to help give some structure to some of the, habits that you want to kind of start developing and working through and ultimately skill building on over time. And you talking about like that group reset and knowing that the first phase is doing your kitchen reset and doing that. How did that kind of work for you and kind of walk us through where you're at in the course and what, what gains or what wins short-term or long-term so far that you've experienced since starting the course and with where you're at right now? Um, so like, 
technically on the course. I'm in the middle of phase two, the relationships, um, which was part of what I was really excited about, like really examining some of the past things that have shaped how I feel about food and not pushing that off on my kids. Um, the reset, like resetting the kitchen has been super helpful. Um, especially for my six-year-old, because I have made the like Patrick safe zone of when you need something, this is where you can go. Um, but also just kind of creating that system of no, it's not a, I reset it on Sunday and now it's perfect forever. And I never have to do it again. Um, but a new routine of how to reset each week, um, prepare for the week, move forward. Um, once you have that system in place, it's easy, um, because it's there and you can keep going, you can keep doing, uh, and it just has made the kitchen like like a safe zone, almost, if you want to say, instead of like a, no, you can't go here. You can't touch that. You can't ask me before you eat anything. Um, it's, it's made us all together, kind of make it to where we can work together. I love that. And I, I think it's fun hearing that because knowing that you've been a part of this community since Owen was born now, you know, four plus years ago. And that's when the snack drawer at our kitchen was really born because it was like, I have to have a way that like they can somewhat have independence and autonomy getting a snack if my hands are, you know, holding the baby and I'm nursing and I don't want to, you know, be trying to do both things at once. And so I love hearing that in your family, it's served in a similar season as that, but, you know, given some of that autonomy and independence while still being consistent with the overall feeding approaches and to give you some, as you said, to set up a system that gives your brain some order in a season where, you know, before we started recording, you were talking about how your son is nursing for several hours at night and it's like you're sleep deprived. And this is a season where things can feel so crazy and disorganized that even if the kitchen is just one place to have order, that's so often one of the first places families don't experience order. It's one of the most disorganized places in life. And so I'm thankful to hear that it has been, you know, begun being kind of that safe zone for you guys where you can have some of that semblance of security and order and organization that makes everything around feeding a little bit less overwhelming. So walk me through a little bit of what, or I should say walk other moms through maybe a little bit of what you would say to those who are kind of like, okay, you know, especially the longtime listeners like you, I've, I've pre COVID more. So, you know, I was running different group coaching programs and things like that. And there's been a lot of people who have, you know, seen every Instagram post and heard a lot of my podcast episodes and been a longtime listener yet never necessarily worked one-on-one -on -one or in a group coaching capacity with me. So kind of walk me through what your experience was with that and what made you decide to join now. Cause I think it would be helpful for other moms who might be on kind of the fence of been like, Ashley, I've followed you for years. What else is there left to learn? You know, walk me through or walk other moms through, I should say, um, you know, kind of what your thoughts might be there. Um, so I definitely fall into that. I've listened to everything and read, seen every Instagram post. Um, and yes, I've still learned more things um, that just the linear way of putting things together. I think um, the way we, you know, when you see an Instagram post, yeah, it makes you think, but you're fast, you're clicking through, you're scrolling and you're like, oh, that's a great idea. And you move on. Um, when you take the time to stop and dedicate time to something to, to pay for something, um, you put more effort into it. Um, and so it became like, it is a conscious, this is something that I'm focusing on. This is something that I'm working on, um, for my family, for all of us. This is something that's for all of us. Um, so I think that is probably 
when I was kind of on the fence, that decision of I'm making a conscious effort to put in the time, to put in the effort, to really make a change and make things better for our family. Yeah. And I love hearing that because I think in the day and age where we live, where it's like, you can just grab so many things at once, but as moms, we're already overwhelmed. And so it's like, that's not actually helping the overwhelm when it's like, we get this idea from Pinterest and this saved post on Instagram and saw this thread on Facebook and this mom's group, you know, it's like, we're getting things from all different sides. And that can so often just like add to the weight that we're carrying rather than kind of like organize it in a way that we know how to execute and be effective with. So um, I'm thankful that it's, it's helped you in that way. But I also love how you talk, touched on the investment component, because obviously this is a paid course. And so it's one that families choose to invest in. And I have different payment plan options for people, but I'd love for you to share a little bit more about kind of how you decided that it was worth the value, especially having you been a longtime listener and someone who, you know, has been able to access some of the free content that I put out there and hopefully valued from that too. But walk me through as a mom of three, how you kind of justified that the cost was going to be worth the benefit for your family. So I am in that postpartum time. Um, and pretty much the exact same time that I signed up, I had a friend who was really pushing, um, a very expensive diet on me. And so it was kind of like, wait, this is the cycle that I want to break. I don't want to just pay for another diet and have my kids watch me focus just on losing weight. I want to, as a team, and for less than that diet was, help all of us. And it truly, to me, was an investment for the family. And I've seen changes in all of us already. So I, that has been great for me because I have um, the relationships uh, module that I'm in now. Definitely lots of things from my childhood, um, from you know, a lifetime of watching diet culture, um, and not wanting that for my kids. Um, and so that's what did it for me was I wanted to break that cycle and create healthy habits and a healthy relationship. I love that. I mean, I, I didn't know that that was part of it for you, but that means a lot to me. Cause I think that one-on-one, -on -one, that's something I get to dive into really deep with families and helping families kind of uncover some of these struggles that we're facing and feeding our kids often originate a lot different and, you know, being some of that generational side. And yet it's one of the easiest ones to overlook because when we're just scrolling through Instagram or, you know, multitasking and even listening to a podcast episode while, you know, driving the car to soccer practice or something, you don't necessarily have to go there, but with this course, the challenges, and because again, you invested in it, my hope is that people will feel that it's worth investing in themselves and in their family. And in that generational cycle of changing the script for your family. And so I'm mm -hmm. not knowing that about you, but also so thankful to hear it um, in this capacity that that has been impactful, not just for you and you kind of, you know, starting to do some of that inner work, but also in the implications that it has for your family. And I think too, with it being January that this episode is going to go live, you know, there is, I, I mean, the weight loss industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And I can promise you dietitians do not make that kind of money. And so it's one where, you know, there, there's a lot of promise for quick fix. And that's not something I ever, I want to help families feel those short-term gains and, mm -hmm. you know, have those quick wins when they can. But ultimately, you know, I want to continue shaping that next generation while also benefiting us as moms, knowing, you know, the diet culture so many of us grew up in. So I really appreciate you being willing to be so honest about that. The last question, which is much more lighthearted, but I love getting to just kind of know from people. And I thought would be kind of a fun take for any of the interviews I do this year is to ask, tell me, and maybe this is really relevant one with you being postpartum, 
Tell me maybe a favorite meal that someone has brought you from your meal train or from your childhood that just historically has blessed you and been one that kind of brings about good feelings for you. Um, so this one, uh, was, this is an easy one. It's chili. <laughs> um, cause I mean, yes, I'm in Alaska now, but I grew up in Texas. Um, and it, I just have so many childhood memories around a big pot of chili. Um, it's kind of like the never ending soup pot that it feels like if you make chili, people will come, um, now here in Alaska, you know, it's cold. Um, and so a nice warm bowl of chili is very nice. Uh, but I have memories. We had college friends that would all tailgate at AM games and we would have a tailgate chili cook-off. Um, and just so it's one of those things you can make a million different ways. Everybody has their special recipe, um, but you always feel just welcomed uh, when there's a bowl of chili. Yeah. So um, nothing fancy. <laughs> I love it, especially living in Texas now. And, you know, chili is huge to my husband and like my oldest loves chili. They went to our neighborhood chili cook-off this year and like, you know, sampled all of them. And they still are talking about like the best chili every time we have chili and stuff. So I love that. So I have to ask, do you have like a family go-to recipe or do you keep switching it up? Um, I have switched it up a little bit over the years um, and added, yeah, but I have pretty much a, a standard that I stick with that's kind of the same. But it is one that's so different, especially in Texas. You know, people have a lot of opinions about beans or not no beans in their chili. So mm -hmm. I always love seeing different families go to chili recipe because they are all so different, but they all do communicate that comfort. So I love I love hearing that. And I love just knowing that because it's one of those reminders to all of us that it's an easy catch all to put things in and just, you know, be able to share that hospitality with. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be fancy if it is made with care and with the thought that's behind it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know that you are being so generous with your time, sneaking me in on a work break to have this time in between pumping and all the different responsibilities that you have to do. So I want to be respectful of your time, but I first really want to thank you for being here, being willing to just share with this community what Mealtimes Made Easy has meant to you in case that it might inspire another family in the same way. I hope that hearing from Ellen has offered you some helpful perspective, particularly if you're someone who has followed me for a long time and has valued some of the free advice, but even though amidst the scroll on social, you still feel stuck. And so I hope that Ellen's story has helped you to understand a little bit more about what it looks like to make an intentional investment in you and your family and your health and your well-being moving forward. So if this is something you want to learn more about, I want to make sure that you go to the link in the show notes for Mealtimes Made Easy Method, or you can always go to MealtimesMadeEasyMethod.com for all the info you need and for the links to sign up. Enrollment will be open through next Thursday, January 26th. So if you want to get in on the Mealtimes Made Easy Method, don't wait for that unicorn moment. Hit the link in the show notes right now and get signed up.